Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's up, guys? This is Kathy Cuevas, and you're listening to the Peaceful Moment Podcast. I probably get that some. That's the tacos. Those are tacos. Yeah, this I'm not sure what it is, to be honest. If this came is This is juice. <laughs> cheese. It's cheese, refried beans and rice. But this one has refried beans and rice too, so this is mine. I don't know. It looks like a tortilla. It's like a quesadilla. It's probably down there. Yeah, like so. Maybe drown that shit. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen one, I've never seen one served like that. <laughs> Maybe oh. Which one would you like? Oh, this is what the. Let me see. I don't want to leave it out, but go ahead. Is that pepper? I'm assuming so. You Usually it. doesn't. Yeah. Here, I'll cut it. Because I've had the the pepper before. It's okay. Oh hell yeah! It is the pepper. We're good. <laughs> I forget they fry it in egg. Can you hear this? Oh, I got this. Um, sorry. I don't want to bring it out unless we have it, but this is the wine I got. I don't know if you have this. It's really good. It's like, it's like <laughs> from the Dollar General. I know that's right. It's um, if apple juice, mm-hmm. if apple soda were a wine, Ooh. this would be it. It's fizzy and everything. It's fizzy and everything. Mm-hmm. I have cups for us. My favorite part is the and everything. <laughs> I like the and everything. They don't play around with the cheese. It's hitting now. It is hitting now. Let me take it right here. Hold on. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> if you hear if you heard that if you heard that there's some content <laughs> before we get carried away Kathy yes let the people know where they can find you and any projects you're working on right now alright so you can find me at at Kathy underscore Cuevas mm-hmm. on all platforms so that's TikTok Instagram YouTube it's at Kathy, so with a C, C A T H Y underscore Cuevas, C U E V A S. And right now I am working on my newest short film called Sweet Dreams. And it's a kind of a horror thriller, but not too much of a horror um, about these two girls that find this mysterious jewelry box in a thrift shop. And it takes them to a strange park and they have to figure out how to escape because the shopkeeper that sold them the jewelry box is after them so that's what i'm working on right now mm. mm-hmm. a spooky tale for the spooky season <laughs> that's the exact same thing you said last podcast yep really it is yeah <laughs> oh i love to see it <laughs> i love to see it it's so hard okay Kathy. it's been a year homie has it really yeah it's been a year that's crazy mm-hmm. the last time we talked i was trying to edit the movie mm-hmm. or try i thought i would be able to release it within that month because I remember we were talking in October mm-hmm. and I wasn't able to release it until May oh have you uh, heard the good news how it uh, got it was accepted to a festival yes mm-hmm. I saw the snap mm-hmm. and I commented I said look at us that's right that's later. right that's right look at us mm-hmm. a year later I was so happy because that was I stopped uh, expecting anything from festivals like really? after like because I think I I think I applied to because festival season i'm not gonna lie applying to festivals is kind of expensive mm-hmm. if you want to get into like the big ones it's like 150 200 just to like submit 
not to even like I'm here. just to be yeah exactly I exist, yeah. Uh-huh. so i applied to like 11 free ones or like student discounted ones and uh that that one was the last one i was like expecting to hear from but i didn't really know because i had, after like the the seventh rejection i was like okay that's okay i don't need it i all that all that matters is that i have it in my portfolio and i have it on my website mm-hmm. and i like how it looks but last last week or like a week or two ago I got the good news, so that's really good. I was really happy when I saw the email. I'm glad, like, I'm glad you're happy about something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So life is pretty shitty. There's a lot yep. of things to be depressed about. There's a lot of things to be sad about. But it's just have something that's just... I got this one thing happening right now, y'all. Mm-hmm. Just the one that's screaming from the mountaintops. Just one thing, you know? It's very validating. That shit makes life worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, I go through a lot of shit on a daily basis but if i can find one good thing in my day that's all that matters you know yeah keep it keep it going the other day i helped a a little old lady she was 81 and i helped her set up her um her apple watch and she was like so what am i supposed to do with it and i was like man i'm gonna be honest with you (laughs) i was like There is nothing you can do with this. With the Apple Watch? <laughs> what number did she have? What series did you have? Did you know? The, the do you brand, remember? The SE. The brand new one. The brand, brand new one. There's a lot you can do with it, but an old lady, I'm not sure what she can do with it. Because she, <laughs> she was already confused by using her phone. She didn't know how to use her phone. I understand. But I'm like, your Apple Watch is a mini phone. <laughs> uh, honestly, the, it's kind of more, way more complicated to use than your phone. It's your wrist phone. It's simple, <laughs> but because they have the whole gestures thing you can do and stuff like that, but... Oh, I don't know where you would begin with that. So, Penumbra is finished. Penumbra is cut, clean, dry, and pressed. And now we submit it to a, a fucking film festival. We mm-hmm. in this bitch. Yeah. Like, I loved... One thing I love about Penumbra, it just felt so home-like, you know? Yeah. It felt like I was sitting on my grandma's couch watching it. <laughs> like, that's the only thing I could think of. Like, it was, it was so nice. I could just sit down and watch it. Just look at the pretty pictures. You know what I mean? I yeah. felt like a kid again watching that, and I don't know yeah. why. I don't know why. That's good. Because I, I, well, I think the way I want my career to go mm-hmm. is I really like feel-good movies, and I really like, don't get me wrong, a lot of good horror and a good drama. But I really like a, like children's movies, like, like kind of like Spy Kids or like mm-hmm. Back to the Future, just like movies that everybody can see mm-hmm. but are still, it's my opinion that, no, it doesn't really matter what the demographic of the movie is. If it's a good movie, then, you know, I feel like anybody can appreciate it. You know, that might, may not everyone not share that opinion, but that's what I, that's the kind of movies that I want to make, so. It's storytelling. Mm-hmm. It's like basic storytelling. Mm-hmm. It's like sitting in your grandma's lap. And like, that is so sacred, like being a storyteller, because I'm not a good storyteller. Really, you don't think I'm so? I'm a funny person, mm-hmm. but I'm not good at telling stories. I feel I feel like I have a lot to learn too. I'm not good at telling stories, especially verbally. I stutter and like repeat and like <laughs> <laughs> can't can't communicate with the, the point. <laughs> I'll be like, eh, like sh- <laughs> the stutter is the best part. That also makes it fun. And usually, if I start stuttering, I try to make a scene really deep. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you know, um. Oh, I, I try to make it really, really mysterious. Like, oh, what's he gonna say next? Mm-hmm. Is he stalling, or is he just done? Yeah, man, that takes a lot of like. There's a lot of skill in that. It takes a lot of courage. Mm-hmm. That too. But I'm not a good storyteller. But one thing I am good at is getting people to tell stories. You know? That's right. I'm That's really good h- hence that. the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really good. People just tell me stuff all the time. So I thank you for being a fellow storyteller. Appreciate you, Cat. Hell yeah. Damn, what <laughs> So, but this time is a little different. You're working with a full team now, right? Yes, yes. It's way, I've been learning so much, mm. like so much from this movie. And honestly, because like the first edit, right now I'm working on completing the first edit. And, um, I don't know how it is for like other movie makers or filmmakers, but for me, since it's kind of like, um, you know, it's, you tell the story three different t- 
three times, right? Mm -hmm. It's once during during script writing, mm -hmm. um, a second time while you're in production, and then the third while you're editing. And then right now I'm in the phase where like ugh, this is all this is garbage this is horrible what can I do with all this but I was the same way with number two so it's just like having okay so before you actually recorded everything you had everything in your head and you had a certain image and when you're actually out in the field shooting it's like well you have to fa sacrifice a lot of things and like not everything goes to plan well it never goes to plan mm -hmm. so now when you're in the editing table like I am you have to work with what you have. Um, yeah, you, um, and working with people is like a whole different, because with Penumbra, it was just me and my two brothers. Mm -hmm. So this, it's like you have to take so much into, so much more into account and be way more better at a leader and being a manager as well. And knowing how to talk to people is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. And treating people with respect, of course. Yeah, because we know. Mm -hmm. We live in America, we know about slavery. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But how do you control, how do you find peace when you're creating a movie? That's a good question. How do you, like, at what point do you get to that place of, like, this is what I have, this is all we got, this has to work? Probably, you just have to keep editing, keep working at it. Mm -hmm. um, because once you come to terms with, like, this, this is what the, the footage looks like, and this is what you have to work with. You can work with what you have and make it the best you can. So, just like during, usually it's during like the the second or third edit, where it's just like, okay, this is this is coming together bit by bit. May not be what you had originally in mind, but this is what most important thing is the finish. With any creative medium, I think, like painting, drawing, podcasting, like a, whatever, you, you just need to like finish a project, like finish an episode for you. Mm -hmm. Like have it done. Oh my goodness! Because mm -hmm. that should be having me stressed. Mm -hmm. The last episode I recorded, bro, the last fifteen minutes is gone. Yep. <sighs> People don't understand how important <laughs> audio is. Oh my god! Oh, I know you just work with audio, so it's it, it's it's integral. It's like the only thing. That's the only mm -hmm. thing. But with movie making, people don't realize that sound is half of it. Quite literally, it's half of it, and you can watch, you can watch a sh shitty quality film, but have it have decent audio. But you can't watch a pretty film with it have shitty audio. Can't do it the other way around. All DC films are like that. That's why DC films are so popular because the movies aren't that good. The storylines aren't that good. Everything's really predictable. Mm -hmm. You see the characters, and like they don't change much. They're just like, I'm king now, and like, but where was the, where's the like the, the other shit? So mm -hmm. What about this? You know what I mean? There's a lot of there's a lot of plot holes and shit, and it gets weird sometimes. But their audio, <laughs> they have high budget audio. <laughs> they, um, I know they go to like some, uh, probably not Abbey Road Studios. That's where they do like um, Star Wars and shit. Mm -hmm. I don't think they go there. But if not compar comparable, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Cause that shit is amazing. <laughs> when you hear like the um, what was that movie? When they brought Superman back to life. You know uh huh. Oh, you're talking about uh, I love Foley, where oh. they like. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, but it was where they like stepping through the ground. No, yeah, it's like mm -hmm. I get what you mean. Like how creative their sound design is. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, no, yeah, I think the most important thing for me is I had to make sure that with this movie, because I've sometimes I have my biggest flaw right now with working in a team is like having to think that. I'm in charge, well, I am, I guess, in charge of everything, but, like, thinking Period. that I can't ask for help, or, like, mm. thinking that, like, I have to check every, micromanaging. My, my problem is micromanaging, and I wanted to make sure I didn't do that with this project. Mm -hmm. So one of the biggest things I did to, like, aid in that is I, like, spread the word. So I put, like, posters all of, over, well, for a good amount of the school. Um, I put it on all, all of my socials and stuff, my TikTok, everything, so that people would come to me, because it was very important to me that I find a crew that wanted to work on the film. Not just like ask people like, hey, could you do me a favor and like work on this film? Because the last time I worked with a crew, the biggest problem was that people didn't want to, because it was an assigned group mm -hmm. for like my, I think it was like my second year of college. And like, gotcha. Mm -hmm. You're just talking to some. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Come look close to me, you little sick. Mm-hmm. Listen to it. That's just sound. Life sounds different out here than there. It does. I'm living there. <laughs> he made it. You heard it? He made no, it. I was listening to my sip. I was listening to sip. But yeah, right. it was just very important that I found people that wanted to be a part and work on the project. Mm -hmm. So most of my crew were film people, people that want to get into the industry and like work on. And I was very clear too, like, hey, if you don't know anything, that's okay. Because anything technical, I can just teach you on set. I mean, I can't be picky right now, but like essentially when I, if, whenever I work for, look for a team, um, they got to understand how to work in a team or like kind of be... Because I think the most valuable thing is like when you're like willing to like when people ask if they can help versus like when they just wait to be directed. And I was lucky that I got a really good crew and then made some. And that's another thing. Like I said, hey, you can always like network with different people if you don't at the end of the day, if you don't enjoy working on the movie either. I mean, at least you got to meet all these different like students that you can collaborate with in the future and that you have the info for now. And tomorrow is going to be our last day of shooting, mm. so that's exciting. So, and then Saturday, we're going to have a wrap party. So it's to celebrate the the finish of the the production of the film. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Did y'all hear that? Your your support system is key. Your team is key. Mm -hmm. Thank you for teaching us that, guys. Because <laughs> y'all don't like to listen to me. Because I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm the dumb one. I'm gonna do whatever I can to eat this motherfucking taco in one piece, and there's nothing anybody can do to stop me. <laughs> this taco just fell apart in my hand. Bitch, you getting your ass up here. I'm gonna beat this taco's ass. All right, y'all ready? Mm-hmm. 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 Hold on. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Wait. It's good too. Oh my god. Ooh. Compare dress for us. From last year, 2020, middle of the pandemic. So today, a year with the pandemic. <laughs> Where are, who, let me not say where are we now. Let's say who are we now. Oh, that's a big question. Is your name still Kathy? <laughs> yes. Is it like, is it still, you know, because you know, like sometimes you gotta change the name. You know, we gotta mix it up a little bit. <laughs> I get what you Did mean. Did you gain a nickname? No, Kathy. Forever and always. I can never think of like those witty, uh, witty internet names. I have a friend whose like online persona was Wet Towels. That's fantastic. <laughs> he went by Wet Towels online. Still goes by. <laughs> wet Towels. Yeah, shout out to Wet Towels. The Peaceful Prince. I just, I'm just Kathy. Good old Kath. But I've always liked my name, so that's okay with me. Well, who are we today, Kathy? Who are we today? I think I'm a much more independent person. Mm -hmm. I mean, even though I don't necessarily have independent means, because right now, I'm in my last year, not last year, last semester of uh, university. Mm -hmm. So right now I'm looking for employment. But I mean, like, as far as going out and, like, because, like, my movies always help with that. Just, like, gather around people to, like, do something. Because I think this year I was really lonely. I think like I had to really like really reevaluate who I was without my closest friends next to me because I was a shy person before high school, not before high school, during high school. And then when I started college, when I started going out a lot more and like hanging out. But that was more so with a group or like when somebody invited me. Um, now I would say like since I've had a lot of time to like and this was last year too, but like for some reason this year, like, I haven't, haven't really, I've been especially lonely. Um, but, like, I keep saying, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> With the movie, it helps out a lot. Like, doing anything creative helps out a lot. So, yeah, I guess uh, Kathy's more independent now. Still working on it, though. I got this app. It's called 
Let me see. It's called The Pattern, and it's kind of like a, a horoscope kind of app. Mm -hmm. And it says, and it the, a part of the app is like, it like, it can tell when cycles in your life are finished. And like, oh, wow. just the other two days, it told me that I was finished with a certain period of like my life. Mm. So like... You ever watched Doctor Who? I tried watching the uh, the one with Rose. I think it, that's like the one in the 2000s. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I couldn't get out. I have a hard time like sticking to series. But you watch Avatar, right? Yeah, well, Avatar with the... the yes. Yes. It's the new version of yourself. You reincarnated. Aww. Oh, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> you made it. And that's a beautiful thing to see because like... What's really crazy in life is that we're really out here watching ourselves grow up, you know? Especially with technology and social yeah. media. Very oh, meta. Man. Especially the younger people right now. Like, I'm watching my mom grow up. Like, like my mom was young when she had me. She wasn't, like, a She young was, like, mom. Your, your age, right? A little uh, younger than you? She was 26. Oh, okay, okay. And I was like, what? And now I'm damn near 26. I'm <laughs> like, you had a kid? What? What is it? And you know they say the game doesn't change. No, the players change. The game stays the same. Mm-hmm. So everything we do, we're going through, they went through too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you still did it with three kids. So it's good to see my mom actually, like, grow up and not just be my mom. You know? Because, like... That's beautiful. Most of my life, she's just been my mom. That's my mom. Mm -hmm. But now my mom is a person with me or, or without me, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really cool to see everybody growing up. It's pretty damn fun. Really oh, I remember yesterday you were preparing me for the podcast and you were like, think of something. Yes. Think of something that makes you, what did you say that makes me lose hope for humanity <laughs> and something that makes me and the opposite? Yes. <laughs> Last night, I saw that one thing. <laughs> I saw, well, maybe not the one thing, but I saw something that made me feel that way. So, so much last fun. night, and it may may not be a too big of a deal at first, but I'll, I'm going to elaborate on it. So, take me there. <laughs> so last night, me and some of my crew went to go watch uh, Last Night in Soho. Mm -hmm. It's a new, it's a new film by Edgar, Edg, what's his name? Edgar Wright. Yeah. I thought it was about to say Edgar Wright and Poe. I'm like that bitch came back from the dead. <laughs> Edgar Wright. He did. Uh, uh, he did. He's done like Hot Fuzz and like Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Mm. Uh, Baby Driver. I know. <laughs> I know. Baby Driver. He did Baby Driver. Whoa. Yeah. That was a. That was a movie. That was a great movie. It's it's a it's unfortunate that so many actors involved are problematic, but um. Damn. Yeah. They never enjoy shit. No right. More. God damn. But get y'all shit together. But too. I agree. That was a really good film to watch in, in theaters. But I digress. And um and it's starring uh, Anya Taylor Joy. I think is her name. Mm -hmm. She was in Emma. She was in uh The Queen's Gambit. Got you. So we were when we we entered uh, to watch the movie. We watched it at an AMC, and in front of the row in front of us was um, like a, a mother and her kid, and probably like, there's more people in her group. But I saw the mom and her kid, and the kid, the whole preview and like the whole movie was on her iPod watching like Squid Game, Roadblocks, Sheesh Battles, and it was like <laughs> like it didn't bother like because she had headphones on obviously, and I was like watching the movie, but. I was just so disappointed. I was like, damn. I mean, granted, I don't know her situation, so maybe the mom didn't find her sitter or, like, you know, because things like that happen and, you know, parents should enjoy themselves. Mm -hmm. But, like, damn. Like, you have a whole movie in front of you and you're watching, like, something that appeases your, uh, what is it called, attention span? The girl most likely said, I don't want to go. Probably. Your mom <laughs> said, you get your ass in this car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that's our act of defiance. I'm not watching this movie. <laughs> I'm going to make you pay for a ticket and not watch the movie. Uh, so, yeah, it just makes me... Because I know film will always be around. There's always going to be people enjoying movies. Even now, like, when... Because now, like, on HBO, HBO Max, films are going straight to, like, streaming uh, as along with theaters. But they still make more money if they're in the theaters. Mm -hmm. But um, it's more of a convenience if they're not, if they go straight to, like, HBO or, like, straight to the a streaming service. So there's a bunch of, like positive things about it but um what was i getting with that um so there'll always be people that are gonna enjoy films but um i don't know man like how are films gonna change with this new 
this new generation. This new iPad generation. But we've been already been seeing it. A lot of movies now are are like literally, you watching them and you like, is this a movie I'm watching? Yeah. It just looks like a bunch of scenes. Uh, yes. I know like, exactly what you're talking about. It looks yeah. like I'm literally just flipping through TikTok. You know what I mean? Some movies are like that now, and it's really scary. And when you think about it, it's like it's a, like little things too that change over time. Like, like there's no more like beginning credits. They go straight to the movie now. And if they Whoa. do start the movie with credits, it's like they start the movie and then put the credits like as the movie's like playing. It's not like just like a black screen and like the credits. So like a good like two minutes of credits with just like a, a title screen and then like the movie. Mm-hmm. You know how movies used to do that in like the 90s and 2000s? They don't I do that anymore. That. Yeah, stuff like that. Like it's the little things. And like a lot of times scenes will be, you'll have more shots because then it's like, it's like changing like, mm-hmm. The picture like the shot so we'll have faster they'll have faster scenes maybe not necessarily faster scenes but film it's like the way pictures are being made is different now mm. so and that good good or bad it's, it's they're changing, changing. Yeah. yeah you really just fucked me up with that one i'm not gonna lie to you yeah and, and you like just me up with that <laughs> one. i'm just still thinking about it okay all righty yeah man <laughs> what made me lose hope in humanity um, iPhones, technology, technology is, it's so sad because it could have been something great, but now it's just like, give me, give me your money. Give me your fucking money right now. And give it's me like, your, give me your fucking data. <laughs> <laughs> give me motherfucking money right now. I'm going to break your phone. To the, my phone's overheating right now. Like we're not right now. But like during the day, my phone overheats all the time. And it's like, Damn. And it really stems back all the way, all the way, all the way back to, um, to like, uh, light bulbs. Because the, the, the first few light bulbs were made to last forever. You put it in, it lasts forever. In New York City, there's a light bulb that's been burning for the last 100 years. That's neat. And it's just because it's built to last. Mm-hmm. But the thing about light bulbs is, if everybody has a light bulb that lasts forever then nobody's going to buy any more light bulbs. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And you see, I had to catch myself by saying iPhones. Like, <laughs> it's the same thing. If you have a, a device that's great and just, just amazing... It means you're not going to go out and buy another one. Exactly. Why the hell would I buy a brand new iPhone if this iPhone still works? Mm-hmm. And it's like technology is... It's aging like milk, mm-hmm. you know? They age like, oh, bro, it's crazy. Did you hear about Facebook's rebrand? Meta. Meta. That's terrifying. That is. Did you see the whole thing? Did you see the whole video? I didn't watch that bullshit. Uh, you didn't miss. Well, you missed like, out on something, but you, I. It was kind of scary. It's very surreal. Very Ready Player One. I don't I know don't how much like, of that is gonna be a fruition, because that, essentially that's kind of what he wants. That's what he was talking about. Ready. If you've seen that movie, Ready Player One, we're all in a like VR. And he died. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Life mimics art. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Our lives are literally being ran by people who watch movies and get excited. <laughs> Our entire fucking lives are, oh my god, I can make that real. And it's crazy because use it to exploit you. A lot of their, um, a lot of the people who are in charge of that, they don't let their kids have phones, or like they don't let their kids have, or they send their sk- their kids to schools where it's like no technology, because they know how much that fucks up, fucks up a, a kid's that shit's life. Terrifying. How much it fucks up their development. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, every piece of technology has an expiration date. Mm-hmm. It's usually two years. Some devices are five years. Some devices are longer. But most devices will not last you ten years. You know what I mean? And the crazy part about it is, these devices have been like, even if you have a device that's really, really old, the new software updates that you have in there will break your device. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. this man had a, he had um, an iMac, the original iMac, like not the pretty little thin one with the little feet the no. colored one no no it was no the big boy so it's the regular iMac with, with fat back not the colored one though okay it looks like oh a, wow it's that okay so he has that he said had it for 12 years he said it won't connect to the wi-fi yeah i was like we just put it back on there so you put in the wi-fi password and everything it connects and it just disconnects and i said did you update it he said yeah three months ago i was like wow and it's h- so hard to tell people like that are elderly that you just have to buy another $1,400 computer because this one is never going to work again. 
And it's like, why do y'all do this? You know, mm-hmm. it's not. There's nothing wrong with the hardware because the hardware is working. I can see the DHCP. I can see the fucking the MAC address of the router. I can see. I can connect to the router, but it just will not give them give them the internet. And it's so sad. Like, damn, we really have to be this bad out here. So, iPhones and technology is not a problem in our world. It's just exploitation. It's just like. Well said. Yeah. How much more do we exploit people? You know. We're ex- uh, exploiting fucking. Everything. The old and the young and everyone in between with mining their data. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, our data. <laughs> That's the ultimate fucking big uh-huh. point. Our data. They take stupid shit. Like every brand new TV has a little thing that says "turn off location data," and nobody clicks. Nobody clicks it. Why the fuck do they need to know where you are? for you to watch TV. Why do you have to agree to that? Why? I'm watching TV, why do you need to know where I am? Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because they already have your IP address, so even if you you click no on that, they still know where you are. Mm-hmm. Like, our privacy is just out there. That's why this episode is... <laughs> That's why this episode is sponsored by Norton BB. <laughs> Protect your data. <laughs> All right. You had anything that made you... Um, Regain your. I was trying to think about something. Um, probably just when I see people outside, or like when I see people at an event, or like when I see like during the pandemic, it was a hard time. But I saw a bunch of people. I might have mentioned this last time I was on the podcast. But like, I, whenever I would see like families like walking together, mm. or like just like when I would go for a drive and I'd see people like enjoying like the sun. A lot of people didn't go outside because there's this like confusion how like. You know, everyone was saying stay inside, but the reality is you should have been like outside in the fresh outside. air. Yeah, just because not in a you know, party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so people were confused, but like, if you're out in a park and like out in the fresh air, that was completely fine. Right. But like seeing more people like that and like seeing like, just seeing community, makes me makes me feel safe, makes me feel happy, even if I'm like not interacting, cause like you know, low social battery. I enjoy uh-uh. seeing it. Yeah, like mm-hmm. when I went to Carnival, oh my God. It was <laughs> the most beautiful thing because I haven't seen people, mm-hmm. like people. Mm-hmm. Not like people I know, but to interact with people that have, I probably will never see again, that was the most beautiful thing. It was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like me and this one girl, uh, we were singing a song, and then I turned around and I saw her singing a song too, and we just started singing the song together. And I just gave her a hug and walked away. Oh. It was that. And I wasn't even on drugs. <laughs> Isn't that crazy to just raw dog life like That's that? That's beautiful. <laughs> just to be sober in life. Mm-hmm. It's great out here. You're wearing a wig, right? I sure was wearing my wig. <laughs> I was wearing my Afro wig. And nobody knew it was a wig. It looked pretty tendency. It looked pretty fucking <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, it's the rapid fire time. All right. Let's go motherfucking ask Reddit. Where are we going, Ooh. Kathy? Ooh. Um, no. No dating. What is the shittiest thing a teacher has ever done to you? The best or shittiest thing a teacher has ever done to you? Oh, that's easy. When I was like... <laughs> I, I, I had wait, to... Wait, wait, wait. Okay, Before we get into that, okay, okay. let's talk about teacher trauma. <sighs> Teachers will make you hate life. They don't understand the power that they have over you. Sometimes I like... I'll get really stressed out in the day, and I wonder why I feel like this. And then I have like a flashback of my teacher walking a pass, like a teacher walking, like we're taking a test, right? And the teacher's walking up and down the aisles, and she looks at your paper and says, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she says, hmm. And she says, guys, remember the formulas. <laughs> and I was just, well, bitch, if I'm failing, just say that. <laughs> just, bitch, I just, let's just, let's go to the bag. Let's, let's, let's just go. Just take me home. Oh, my God. Okay, but continue, though. Let me know if you want that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I <laughs> I must have been about, I was really young. This was in elementary school. A lot of my most traumatic things happened when I was in elementary school because I was very... I was very under-socialized as a kid. I would stay like home all the time with like my siblings and I, we'd play. So I didn't have a lot of interaction with other, other people, other young people, other children. So uh, kindergarten especially was like a really hard time. But this story was probably 
first, it had to be either first or second grade, where since in, I went to elementary school in Miami, so in, in Miami they separate you into like the Spanish speakers and non-Spanish speakers, and what? then, mm-hmm, because there's a lot of like Cuban kids and just like Hispanic kids down there. Um, so they divide the Spanish classes to uh, speaking and like non-speaking. Sp- non-speaking, they just teach you it. Speaking is like it's like a base, like a very basic uh, grammar class, right? And then, because I barely knew any Spanish, I, my Spanish is still kind of broken to the same. But like, I knew just enough for me to be considered into Spanish speaking. But like, I like barely like I I was like treading the water through that class, keeping my head up for that class. And I remember. There's this one, um, and I had a hard time communicating too, just like in general, because it took me a while to like learn how to, to talk and everything. And I remember, I don't know what happened or like what I did, but like there's this one Spanish teacher that hated me, right? I don't even know why. I think it's because like I spoke such like broken Spanish, or maybe I did something, I don't know. Um, and then in, right in front of the class, like in the middle of like the class, she looks at me and she's like, you're stupid. Like, dead in my face. Like, not even in, like, in, in Spanish either. She's like, you're stupid. You're a stupid girl. In English? Yes. <laughs> Does it hurt worse in English or Spanish? <sighs> I think in English. In English. Because, like, <laughs> I've been around Spanish families, and they're stupid and, like, dumb-dumb. Like, we're ethnic. <laughs> we get talked to pretty harshly at home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would think so, too. Yeah, yeah. But, like... No, yeah, exactly. You're right. Hit it on the nail. Because, like, I'm used to hearing, like, really harsh words. Like, there's very harsh phrases in Spanish. And, like, when you, like, translate them to English, it's like, damn. But, like, we don't mean it like that. Where it's kind of like a, which is, like, a problem in, like, the Mexican communities. Like, we're really mean to each other. But, like, you have to learn to take that shit. You have to learn to roll with the punches. Learn to take an insult. So when she said it in Spanish, I was like, I don't even know if I cried. I can't can't remember. (laughs) You went numb. But that was horrible. That was like, I feel like that that teacher is the reason why it took me so long to like want to learn Spanish. Mm. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. And they don't know how like deep of an impact they have on these kids. Like your job is sacred. Or it's the opposite, but like the system treats them horribly, so it's like they're like bobbing their head just above the water. So it's like it's horrible. There's no way to win. I, that's what it feels like a lot of time when I see teachers. The teachers that do their well. Is it? That fucking pension. (laughs) It ain't. It ain't. It ain't amazing. Don't get me wrong. But that shit is something. I ain't gonna lie to you. (laughs) Teachers' pensions. That's why they stick it out. You can get paid for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Might as well stick it out. You know what I'm saying? I don't get a pension at my job. So if I leave, bitch, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was never any money guaranteed. But um. What about you? Let me see. I have a lot of traumatic experiences with teachers. I had this one teacher. She was my algebra teacher in middle school. And she was just the, like the, mm, she just made me depressed. Mm-hmm. One of her class made me depressed, like badly depressed. And like, she, I don't know. She just made me depressed. Going to her class just drained the energy from my body. It was like... Was it how she treated you or just like the her vibe? Like It was her vibe, her mm, entire vibe. Mm. And it wasn't like a specific thing that she did, but like just going around her, just like suck the energy out of my body. If mm. I was here in the hallway, suck the energy out of my body. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She was just so... I don't know what that is. I don't know like what... What's called that psychologically? I don't know what that is. But when I used to see her, I used to be like, oh, my God. Like, terrified of this lady. I think it's called, what, maybe it's not exactly this, but the law of attraction. Some people overestimate the, not overest, they, like, exaggerate the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. Like, the secret and how, like, that whole thing was a scam. But anyway. But the law of attraction is, there's some truth to it. Where you, like, that vibe you, you, you bring out is what you attract. Mm. So it's like, people with bad energy, like, spread it to other people. And vice versa. That's why you gotta be. That was a mockingbird. I thought it was a fucking. Was it? Yeah. 
You heard that the the call change at the end? Mm-hmm. It's a mockingbird because they they mock other birds. Because <laughs> <laughs> at first I thought it was um a fucking a falcon because that, that's the sound they make. These are so good. Oh, right. And there's so much in that little ass can. You just keep pouring, right? That's just crazy. But yeah, um, I didn't have. I've never had any racist teachers. I've never had any. Crazy that's good. Teachers. But that was probably the most. That lady was. I wish I could meet her today. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to her. But when I was, I wanted to tell her like, lady, I was terrified of you. She was terrifying. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I was a fucked up kid. I don't know. But that shit was scary. No, what was that? Miss, she had like that Miss Trunchbull energy. Oh no! You know what I mean? Yeah. She had that. You remember that that um that book when we were, we were little kids, and it was a really really nice teacher that everybody loved. And then she went on vacation, and then the substitute came in with a big nose. She was black. She had a black hair. Like a book that this happened, or no? This is. It was a book. I don't know. Not familiar. I think they turned it into movies like later on. But it was just like, it was a book. I can't remember what it's called. Somebody please tell me. It's a book where it was a really beautiful teacher. She was really nice, but the kids were taking advantage of her. And uh, she went on vacation, and then a substitute teacher came in. And the substitute was just like the worst lady. That in the book, it, it turned out that like, the, the really nice teacher was just had on makeup and different clothes. Oh. Actually, the kids different. Plot twist. It was crazy. I can't remember the name of the book. And it, it's kind of fucked up the story, though. But it's like that energy. That lady used to scare the fuck out of me. And I'm a really mm-hmm. nice person. You know, I'm, I'm lighthearted and shit. But that lady? I want... I want a kid drop her ass, no cap. <laughs> <laughs> I want to DDT her ass. <laughs> I want to choke slam that lady. No cap. Hope she doing okay, though. Oh, she's doing well. <laughs> oh, so let me read this one. Pineapple Fetish says, in fifth grade, my teacher used my last name as an insult. For example, if my name was Smith, she'd say, oh, that's so Smith, and have fun calling me stupid pretty much every day. And even though my grades weren't bad, she refused to hand me a certificate that would qualify for me going to a higher education because that school was too easy for me and kept telling me I'd fail anyways. What? I'm confused. You heard that? Uh. That the school was too easy and kept telling me I'd failed there anyways. Oh, like it's so easy that you would still fail, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like an insult, like you, like even though he had like, or or even they had um decent grades, mm-hmm. they still didn't think that they could like make it in that school, even mm. though it was an easy school. And oh. they like, ir- they like exaggerated the point by saying like it's an easy school and he's, Still, still fail. I, th- I think that's what he's trying to say, Damn. or like they're trying to say. It says, I'm really grateful for my parents who basically started a war with her and wouldn't accept her behavior until I actually changed school and went to the better school that I actually graduated from with good grades. Oh. This one says, like, these names are awful. <laughs> <laughs> these names are awful. The Cucked Princess. <laughs> I was in the first grade. She refused to let me go to the bathroom because I apparently had been too many times. Said I was distracted in class. Then I had an accident. Now, if you had an accident, you went to the nurse for a change of clothes. You ever did that before? No, I've never had, had an accident. Shit, me either. But they usually <laughs> have like a, um, like a bag of clothes. Yeah, like an extra pair, of like pants or something, or like underwear. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's accidents happening, kids. Yeah. But, like, I remember I was in, since high school, this girl just pissed on the floor. I was like, you just pissed on the floor? Some. Oh it was God. just, we were all sitting and chilling in class. It was just, like, it sounded like somebody was pouring out a water bottle. Yeah. Because she was, like, we're we're in middle school. We're big-ass kids. It's not like we're fucking, like, children. Uh-huh. Uh-oh, did, I had an accident. Did somebody, because there was always, like, oh, if you don't let me go, I'm just going to go on myself. But, like, no, I've never seen anyone go through with that, you know? What there was kind of always a kid. There was always a student that threatened to do that, but maybe that's what was going on with her. What kind of self-destructive shit? <laughs> what is that chaotic? Evil? <laughs> <laughs> okay. N- um, now, if you had an accident, you went to the nurse's office for a change of clothes. 
but instead of regular panties, you had to wear pull-ups. Oh, no. I don't... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> you had to wear a diaper? <laughs> the whole school... That'd be so sad. <laughs> you gotta walk all... Unfortunate. Oh. Pamper butt. <laughs> you said pamper butt? Pamper butt. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta walk around school pamper butt the whole day. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if it was because we were so young, but it sucked. When I got back to class, first thing the teacher asked me is if I need my diaper changed in front of the whole class. It was super embarrassing for a six-year-old that was like the worst thing in the world. Then for the rest of the year, the teacher made jokes about me be- me being a baby. What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so, that's horrible, yeah. People forget what it's like to be a child. These names are awful. Pentecostal haircut said, what a bitch. <laughs> like, I've never been able to come up with a witty name like that. <laughs> I just go, my, got, go by my name online. <laughs> okay. But that's unfortunate. Yeah, it's people, I don't forget what it's like to be, a, like, go through adolescence slash be a child. And they forget how impressionable we are, or the ch- children are, just in general. I think I should do a full episode on um, teacher trauma. That would be, you would have a lot to say. I bet, because there's a lot to say. I feel like everybody <laughs> has a lot to say about that. I'm going to get everybody on a phone call. <laughs> uh, what is that called? The um, the Twitter spaces? Tell me all your teacher trauma. I've never been inside a Twitter space, because like, it's kind of... It is awful. <laughs> seems people intimidating. People should not be able to talk to each other. <laughs> we should you, not allow the people... What is it exactly? You click it, and like it's just like one FaceTime, or is it just like one big it's group? a fucking audio chat. Okay, that's it's what I figured awful. it was. It's like a fucking echo room of bad ideas. <laughs> Literally. It's terrible. It's the No matter which one you open, it's always bad. There's a moan room where people just moan. We should I did not, not be. know that. <laughs> this is why the Tower of Babel didn't work out. <laughs> because God was like, y'all should not be talking to each other. How awful. We was just talking. And God was like, uh-uh. <laughs> y'all can't y'all can't never talk again. Stop talking to each other. And it's just crazy. Yeah, do an episode on teacher trauma. That'd be good. That's what it's space. <laughs> Is there an option to just like listen? Yeah. You, you can like turn you off your mic? Click, when or? you first come in, only people that can talk are people who are um, are vetted by the um the host. Okay, okay, okay. So it'll say, um it's the food. So they'll say um your thing will say speaker, mm-hmm. listener, or host. Mm-hmm. You can be a co-host. There's like one host, but it's co-host, co-host, co-host. Mm-hmm. And it's just an awful thing. There, I've just clicked on many of them, and I never know why I do it. It's just like, what are they talking about? And it's never anything important. That was the, you know, the argument of what do women bring to the table? <sighs> so That's the stupid. worst thing. So misogynistic. Like, what like, do you why want her to bring? <laughs> you want macaroni and cheese? <laughs> you, what do you want? Like, just say what you want. Stop being weird. What do you bring to the table? That whole alpha male shit. Like, whole, that whole it? fucking machismo. Fucking what is wrong with y'all? Oh I'm dominant. No, you're not, sir. Go. Did you take a bath today? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what is your credit score? Like, that you're th- worrying about shit that you shouldn't be worried about. I'm an alpha male. Of who? Of you? Of what pack? What pack do you have? It's that incel you're mentality. You're a lone male. You're a lone male. You have... <laughs> No responsibilities to anything or anybody. You, your biggest responsibility is eating, and you barely do that. <laughs> you get sad and eat Cheetos. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Did you brush your teeth? Did you shut the fuck up? How's your wisdom tooth? <laughs> what you say? How's your wisdom tooth? <laughs> Every alpha male asks them, "How's your wisdom tooth? How's your um, your venereal infection?" <laughs> I know that's right, Kathy. Okay. I, um, okay, so. Look at me. How, how long is it going? Feels like a long time. It's 45 minutes. Up to you when you want to. Alrighty, Kathy. So we're going to cut this one. Alright. And if you have any advice for anybody out there, what do you want to say? From coming from last year to this year, what advice do you have to say? I would say. I know we have hard we're going through hard times right now it's a lot of transitional period in a lot of people's lives I know a lot of people are trying to get back into the world after being inside for so long and being cooped out so I guess what I have to say is whatever you guys are going through you can endure it and just keep keep going on keep pushing 
because you never know when when life turns around exactly mm -hmm. in any direction so just keep keep on keeping on keep on keeping on mm-hmm damn what what should be the new like ending phrase because it was like mm. something like that I kind of like light tail like that. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't get it at first. But I kept listening to your podcast. I'm like, okay, I get the vibes. I understand. Nobody gets it. <laughs> and I can't just like, I can't say like, I can't tell you at the beginning, like, say at the end of the podcast, say like something like that. Because then it's like, it's not genuine. I get you. Like the what? That's, that's everybody, that's the shit. Like, it's like, did you just say I it? understand, yeah. The confusion is funny to me. I really like your phrase. I've been saying it more. When you say, um, I know that's right. I've been saying that a lot more. No, that's right. It's such a it's such a great phrase. Because you I know tell the right. person <laughs> <laughs> Like it's it's great. That's like my fam my family motto is um on my mom's side is S C S which mm -hmm. is just like that's how it is. Mm. That's how and we say it to each other like when we're just like doing shit, like we're not doing anything. Like I'd be like walking downstairs and like my mom could see me for for the first time in the day and she's like, S C S mija. It's like mm -hmm. That's how it is. Like, that's how it is, Mom. <laughs> when I was in the Army, we used to say, uh, <clears throat> Courage Worthy. Yeah? Courage Worthy. No, my favorite one was Always Forward. I think I remember you always saying forward. that. Yeah. That was my favorite, because, like, um, no matter what's going on, Always Forward. If somebody says some crazy, fucked up shit to you, Always Forward. If, like, you got in trouble, Always Forward. You apologize, always forward. That's great. You know, like, yeah. it's any any situation, always forward. Mm -hmm. Or um, um, another one was 40 rounds. What's, uh, what's that one? So 40 rounds uh, in a magazine, a regular MCTV magazine, mm -hmm. 20 rounds. Okay. You have two magazines on you at all times. All you got is 40 rounds. So somebody says... So you're working with what you got? Sort of thing? What you got? Okay. 40 rounds. 40 rounds. I like that. Okay. So I'm thinking like, not stay right there. I feel like it'll come to you naturally one of these days. Like you'll right. be speaking to someone and then one of you guys are going to say it. And then you'll be like, that's the new one phrase. Because mm. you're, you're very like go with the flow kind of person and it's so scary mm -hmm. it's so scary but so i feel forward. like it'll eventually come to you always forward always forward always forward 